We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Uh, your guy Cody here joining us. It's been a while, but welcome back to the show, Matt, uh, from Inside the Horseshoe Podcast. Matt, how you been, man? I've been uh, doing as well as you can as a Colts fan, <laughs> which, you know, for the normal Dude, person, I, I tell it's you nothing. What, man. Oof. It's been one of those years, man, where yeah. you just look at the Colts and... It's to the point where I think the majority of Colts fans are pretty much like unfazed, you yeah. know, and you just you just have to sit back and be impressed at how this team finds ways to lose, yeah. especially after the latest collapse, the biggest collapse in NFL history in a regular season and actually of all time as well. So, um, but yeah, with that, just talking about this Colts team, obviously Wait, a huge disappointment. You were talking about the Cowboys, right? That Cowboys game, because oh. after the first half yeah. yesterday, I tuned it out. I went to a family dinner. Uh, I was like, look, <laughs> we're going to win 33 nothing. Let's mm. go. Um, I did debate before leaving about putting money just for, you know, giggles on the Vikings to win, like 10 bucks at halftime. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> hey, we won, right? Oh, gosh. I tell you what, I had so <laughs> many people, like my brother, he he was like watching it and he went out and did something yeah. with some friends and he came. He didn't like watch, they check the game. And I told him, I'm like, yeah, the Colts lost. He's like, nah, yeah. you're lying. Like, there's no way. They were up by 33 points. And yeah. I'm like, I, I know, but I watched it with my own two eyes. Yeah. They blew the lead. It and it's just like, yeah, it's like when you tell people that, it's almost like they're just like, you're, you're lying. They don't believe you because right. it's just it's so unbelievable that the team would do that. But that's been the team. That's been the case with the Colts this year. The great news is uh, they definitely have helped their draft position. Mm-hmm. This is we're recording this before the Monday night matchup. If the Rams were to win, the Colts will go up to pick number five. Right now, they, they sit at pick number six uh, overall in the NFL draft. And you know, moving on to kind of the topic of this video, Matt, you know, looking at the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts in specific, um, you know, this team has had some some moments where they haven't been good, right? Especially right. in the 90s, you know, they, they really struggle, the 80s and 90s, this team really struggled to find its footing. But I want to pose this question, I guess kind of a two-part question. Number one, you know, is this like one of the most disappointing seasons? Because 
we look at where the Colts were projected. I mean, we—I don't. I think we were kind of like—I don't know if they're a Super Bowl team, but they could certainly win the division. Yeah. Right. That's like the—that's the the barometer they need to get to this right. year. You know, we all had like they're going to make the playoffs. You know, Matt Ryan's an upgrade. This team's ready to roll, and mm-hmm. to see where they are now from you know where they were at the beginning of the season to where everybody thought they were to where they've gone. The first question I have here, Matt. It, it, in the last 15 to 20 years, is this the most disappointing Colts team you've seen based off of expectations, not necessarily the record, but where the Colts were projected to be versus yeah. where they are now? What do you think? I mean, it, it's got to be one of the most disappointing seasons, if not the most disappointing that I've seen, at least, because you're right. You know, there's a lot of expectations. You bring in Matt Ryan, which going into the season, a lot of people thought he was the quarterback that was going to get this team over you know that bump get them over the hill and get them at least into the playoffs as a division winner you know then you add Stefan Gilmore you add Yannick Nagagwe you add all these different pieces too and it just felt like they were going to win the division and they were going to make a run in the AFC you know maybe even get to the Super Bowl is what some people were thinking with some of the talent they had but I mean you, you think about that and then you look at us now there's a chance we could have the second pick. Like, I don't think anybody ever thought that was going to happen. I mean, we're like a game and a half from the second pick. It's insane. It's crazy. So it it absolutely has to be. I mean, I've seen some pretty bad years, obviously. The, you know, suck for luck, you know, that was awful. Um, It was almost disappointing that, uh, you know, we almost got the second pick that year because Dan Orlovsky was just starting to win games. At the end of the year, that was the only disappointing thing about that season. But yeah, it, it has to be. It, this has to be one of the most disappointing years. Well, you know, you you look at where the Colts were and kind of the narrative all off season. And and I'll admit, we fell into this. Like I yeah. know we did for sure. Um, but like the you know the idea and and kind of this is something I heard amongst Colts fans and amongst like you know media and just everything was like the Colts are just a quarterback away. You know, that's what that's what we all heard. You know, there, you know, Carson Wentz was not it. The Colts, if they can upgrade at quarterback, their team that's gonna, you know, win the Super Bowl, basically. Or they're right. gonna be, make a deep playoff run. And I think we all fell for that trap and we didn't realize there's a lot bigger issues, Matt, with this team beyond just the quarterback. Obviously, the quarterback is a huge one the Colts need to figure out, but head coach is now one they need to figure out. Yeah. Still have to figure out left tackle. They still don't have a number one edge rusher, although the, some of the young guys have played well. And really, they, you know, what's what are you going to do about the GM? You know, I don't know right. how Chris Ballard lasts after, especially after the last two weeks. Right. So, yeah, this team based off of where they were projected, mm-hmm. because even you talk about like the suck for luck year, yeah. like Peyton Manning was out that year, yeah. so the expectations after that were very low. Like mm-hmm. the Colts have been relatively healthy this entire year and they've just right. stunk it up, man. They've stunk it up. Yeah. And you know, the last two weeks, it's like almost elevated itself in the second half or the Colts have been outscored. I believe it's like 72 to nine. It's been <laughs> that freaking bad. bad in and, the second half. And so based off of the, the aspirations, this team had yeah. right based off of what was at stake you know, for not just, you know, the players, but for the head coach, for the GM, for them to come out and just perform the way they have. Mm-hmm. It, it's nothing short of the most embarrassing in the last, I think, 15 to 20 years yeah. for this Colts team. 
Yeah. You know, for a team that will we'll even say, man, they have talent. Like they still do, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But their offense is just so bad. Yeah. Like it's historically bad. Like, in my opinion, I, I feel like me compared to other Colts fans, I feel like we're a little closer. Like, I agree. Need a head coach. Um, I'd be cool with Jim Harbaugh. You know, as a Notre Dame fan, I'd be happy for Michigan to lose their head coach. But also, Jim Harbaugh, I think he could work, especially with a young quarterback. Or, you know, get one of the young OCs, like a Ken Dorsey, uh, Ben Johnson, I believe is his name, from Detroit. Get one of those guys to be head coach. Um, keep Gus Bradley. Keep, you know... Um, Bubba Ventrone, keep those guys in there because I think they've done a good job. I know Colts gave up 33 points in the fourth quarter to Dallas. I know they gave up, what, 36 points in the second half to Minnesota, but the offense did nothing. They couldn't keep the ball for more than, what, like two, three minutes in the second half. Eventually, the defense is going to get tired. So I'm not as upset with the defense. The defense honestly played good enough to where if your offense could hold on to the football, you should have won that game. Like, absolutely. I mean, you got, what, two touchdowns from defensive special teams? You got the blocked punt that went for a touchdown and then the pick six? It's like, yep. I mean, defense played pretty well, despite what the score was and whatnot. But, like, I'm cool with the defense. I, I, I've been pretty happy with Yanni. A- after the slow start he had, I've been pretty happy with him. So if they signed him on a cheaper deal, I'd be cool with bringing him back and then maybe drafting a guy in the second round. Um, I think Texas Tech. There's an edge rusher that's supposed to be really good. You can bring him in and have him be a part of the rotation for a year or two and then let him start over Yannick. But what I think we need to do is you know, get a right guard, get a young quarterback, maybe add another receiver to, to this team in like the second round. And I, I think we're pretty good. I'm willing to give Bernard Ryman another year as a starting left tackle because I thought he's been getting better and better as the season's been going on. And I think if you give him an off season to actually prepare as a starter, I think he'll be pretty good. And hey, if he stinks, there's a left tackle next year's draft named Joe Alt, who is the best left tackle in college football, and he's a sophomore. So, you know, you could bring him in if uh, Bernard Ryman isn't the answer. So I, I think I, we're I, close somewhat, to. but but yeah. I, I think we're I don't I wouldn't draft one in the first two rounds a left tackle. Maybe get one for depth, but. Let's get Bernard Ryman the year as a starter. I think he's played good enough to at least, you know, have a tryout for next season. Because, like I said, well, I think you have to certainly bring him in some competition. Yeah, you can't in, just hand him that. I, I would draft a guy in like the third or fourth round, you know, but I don't think I wouldn't draft a guy in the first round because you got to get a quarterback. And then, really, second round, there's really nobody worth taking at that point. So, third round, fourth round, somewhere in there, maybe for competition. But like I said, if Bernard Ryman doesn't work out, you can draft a guy in the first round next year or in the following draft. Yeah, right. Yeah, because, you know, if you have a rookie quarterback, it might not go great the first year. You know, you might have a higher pick again. You don't know. Um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, this Colts team going back to kind of the topic, most disappointing season in a long time. Now, let me ask you this question. Let me expand it further. And this is probably a little bit too extreme, I'll admit. But is this the most, you know, Based off of expectations, like we talked about, yeah. is this the most in, embarrassing and disappointing Indianapolis Colts team of all time? Would you go there? I don't know if I would. I I, I wouldn't go most embarrassing. There were some teams in the 90s that were just god-awful. I mean, it was at the point to where you had, like, you know, as Jake Query said, 
had a bunch of people come in after church to watch the game. It's like, okay, it's a football game, whatever. Um, yeah, there were some 90s teams that were really, really bad. Um, yeah. These last two weeks, the collapses they've had, yeah, those are definitely some of the most embarrassing second half slash fourth quarter performances I may have ever seen. Um, but I, as far as the season goes, I think the 90s had some teams, and even the 80s, that were much more embarrassing than what we're seeing right now. I mean, like those were some really bad teams. Like you, I just have the one pulled up of the worst Colts team of all time, the yeah. 1991 Indianapolis Colts. I mean, you think this Colts offense now is bad? <laughs> those, those, that team didn't even average 10 points a game. That's how bad it was. Bad. Jeff George, all those guys. Yeah. It was just so. I don't think it's, you know, maybe because I don't know what the expectations. I mean, Jeff George obviously was taken number one overall. Yeah. So you know, maybe the expectations were probably there for him. But yeah. like, you know, nobody was saying right off the gate, you know, Jeff George and the Colts yeah. are going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no. But like people are, were legitimately saying that before the season. So yeah. you could make a case for it potentially. Yeah. You know, while the team might not be as bad, certainly have more talent. Yeah. Just the disappointing factor, I think, is certainly still there. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But, again, I think, yeah, like you said, 91 team. Like, they couldn't even score more points per game than Denver. The fact that Denver's yeah. offense, who is probably the worst in the league, is playing, even though the last couple of weeks they've actually played better, that's because of Marlon Mack. Um, but still, what they're averaging a game for most of the season was horrible. That 91 team was even worse. Yes, a hundred percent. So yeah, guys, we just wanted to have a conversation after the Colts latest loss on Saturday afternoon, where they blew a 33 point lead, largest lead blown in NFL history. Yeah. Just talking about how disappointing it's been. Congrats Colts. Hang the banner that. for that one. History, ladies um, and gents. History yes. was made. Unfortunately, that's the only history we're making nowadays. So oh. that's where the Colts offense is. Obviously, this offseason, I do feel like, Matt, it's got to be basically all offensive-centric for the rebuild. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. starting with the quarterback, mm -hmm. you know, you got to get a coach that or coordinator that, you know, can work with that young quarterback. Yeah. You know, you need to get some more protection for him. And I think if you're able to do that, you know, it may you may have some lumps. That's probably how it's going to go. That's yeah. how it always seems to go with most rookies. But at least you have the guy in the building that you think is going to be your franchise guy for the next right. 10 to 15 years. So, but as a stand for the 2022 Colts history, will not remember them fondly and we won't either. Uh, we're almost to the point, man, where we can just forget about this team and move forward into the future. Yeah. Thank goodness, because I can't watch this Colts offense anymore for the life of me. It's killing us. And uh, it's, I think it's honestly, Matt, a, one of the other rare forms of torture. If they really need to get, some information and, and the guy's not spilling it. Yeah. The, you know, they just show uh, clips from the Colts offense in 2022 and that would break yeah. just about anybody. So, yeah, just show, show all the Matt Ryan fumbles, show the, oh you God. know, I don't hits. even know what I've lost count how many he has this year anymore. I don't know. He had one yesterday or, uh, yeah, Saturday had that one oh. where he, he lost and he just kind of pushed it forward that way. Uh, <laughs> You know, Alex just, Pierce could whoop. land on it. Um, just yeah, pushed it. I'm just like, dude, like that's literally I mean, what Carson Wentz does. Yeah, but I, I mean, what in the he was able to get that ball away from the defensive linemen that you know were around him. He was able to just smack that ball right to Al Alec Pierce so he could recover. Yeah, 
Like it was designed, right? Yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> oh what a game. My gosh. It's just what can you do but laugh right now? Yeah. You know, with the state of this offense and this team. It's so I comedy. feel bad for this defense. Life is a yeah. comedy, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. It's just like I, I'm numb and I don't care anymore this year. Yeah. That's kind of where I think a lot of Colts fans are. So yeah. including me, including you, I'm sure, including hey, Derek, we're, we're to that point. We get but. to celebrate Christmas the day after Christmas yes. with the Indianapolis Colts and the Chargers. Oh, wonderful. Oh, great. I can't wait. Yes. Absolutely. Well, uh, that's going to do it, guys, for our kind of look here at the Colts, talking about uh, one of the most disappointing seasons, certainly in a long time, for this team. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Thank you, Matt, for coming on. Always a pleasure having you on. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate all the support. And as always, guys, go Colts to a top five draft. Number two, we're coming. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.